0: Welcome to the Nielsen Experience Podcast. My name is Chris Louie, and I lead talent acquisition at Nielsen, a global independent measurement and data company for fast-moving consumer goods and media. We're starting this podcast series to bring the Nielsen Experience to life through one-on-one interviews with employees. In each interview, we'll talk about their life before and at Nielsen and what they've learned along the way. Whether you're already a Nielsen employee or just interested in learning more about the company, We hope you have fun listening to The Humans of Nielsen and pick up a tip or two to get the most out of your own Nielsen experience.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Nielsen Experience Podcast. For this episode, we sat down with Jose, the lead of our call center in San Antonio, Texas. Jose started part-time at a company that was later acquired by Nielsen. He later transitioned to full-time and held roles internationally in technology and operations for our television audience measurement side of the business before joining the call center last year. In this episode, Jose reflects on his career at Nielsen, shares what life is like in our call center, and the initiatives he is driving to bring in more bilingual talent. Jose's career is very unique, and so I hope you enjoy hearing how he has grown his career at Nielsen as much as I did. Welcome to the Nielsen Experience Podcast, Jose.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Tell me about where your journey started and how that led you to Nielsen.
0: This journey started probably 23 years ago, back in... uh venezuela where i was born i was starting my computer science college education and then back then i needed a part-time job i actually first started at one of these fast food restaurants fried chicken one very popular stay there for a few months then moved to a cd store <laughs> probably nowadays uh, cds are not that popular but. 22, 23 years ago, it was a it was a big thing. So, I also worked there part time while I was also going through my college education. And then finally, I found this part time job where I could work during the evenings and study during the mornings. And it was a perfect combination for me in terms of work, study, uh, college education balance. And that company that I started work at as a part timer became a um, Nielsen acquisition. So. That's where the whole professional career started basically.
1: And you've held many different roles over the years. So walk me through them and how that led you to where you are now.
0: Yeah. As I said, this company, we were in the television audience measurement back in Venezuela. And I worked there for 15 years approximately. As I said, started as a, a part-time job, basically coding commercials, TV spots. And I did that for good one, one and a half years, where well, I was, uh, again, as, as I said before, finishing my college education. And I had the opportunity to then continue working with that company. But now, since I got my degree, I had the opportunity to join the IT department of the company as a you know, help desk support type of associate. And then... Long story short, I then uh, I continued working for the IT department. I became the IT manager for the company. After that, uh, operations director in charge of not only the backend operation and the computers and the databases and the servers and all of that, but also our field staff responsible for installing our people meter equipment in a sample across the country. And then uh, when I was doing that, I also was kind of managing a portion of the client service team because of our clients in the U.S. So that went, as I said, for a good 15 years. And at that point in time, Nielsen finally acquired this company, which basically opened a brand new set of opportunities for me. One of them was basically moving from uh, from Venezuela to Switzerland to manage a project that was aimed to start our operation our time operation in hong kong and then after that after one year working on that project i was offered with the opportunity to move to mexico and then lead our data acquisition center of excellence for the buy and the watch business and i did that for a couple of years then after that Due to some reorganization, we brought the TAM operations uh, with an end-to-end focus. So I was then responsible for not only the data acquisition, but uh, also the back-end processing and all of the, let's say, output piece of our internal processes. So I was also running that TAM operation from an end-to-end perspective for a couple of years. And then I also had the opportunity to move from Mexico to the U.S. to now lead the call center in San Antonio, where I'm currently working at.
1: And and this call center role that you're in now is is pretty different from some of the previous roles that you just mentioned in television audience measurement. What attracted you to this opportunity? Yeah,
0: it's interesting that I've worked basically my entire professional career on the TAM business, but also during those 21 years, There were many different roles, right? So change has been a constant in my professional career. Again, even though I was working on the same line of business, going through many different areas of the business and covering basically every single portion of the data collection, the processing, the client service work made it interesting. Change kept me entertained during all those years. And then this job at the call center is basically the same thing. It's it's something new, something different. And that's one of the greatest considerations that I made back in Mexico when I was offered the opportunity to come to the U.S. and lead a call center. You know, when you think about call centers, I think that the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, whenever you have a problem with your cable set up box at home, then you pick up the phone, call this number and try to get some help from someone on the other side of the line. And yeah. this is a complete different call center world. We're uh, a 99.9% outbound call center, and we're actually not selling anything, but we're collecting big pieces of data for each one of the people that we call over the phone. So again, it's a complete different line of business, and that is exactly what, uh, to me, made it interesting to, to come and join the call center world in Nielsen in the U.S.,
1: Tell me a little bit more about your day-to-day life in the call center.
0: It varies, and that's also one of the things that I like the most about this job, because even though we do have processes that are repetitive, we have to call, we have to run surveys over the phone, and we need to get those surveys completed. That's, That's basically the main goal of our call center, but leading the entire call center that starts with the facility, making sure that simple things as having coffee, not necessarily that I'm brewing the coffee, but I'm making sure that, you know, we have everything there so that our staff has everything at their disposal to work. So, as I said, things as making sure that we have enough stock of coffee to all the way down to making sure that our platforms are running And whenever we have a problem with any of our platforms, make sure that all of our support teams join conversations or any efforts to get those things solved. So, you know, sometimes it's just 10 hour a day type of work. Sometimes start at at 6 a.m. in the morning. Some other times we'll start probably at 10 a.m. in the morning. And then having different calls, as I said, with different support teams throughout the day talking about our finance challenges, talking about our performance opportunities. That's basically how the day runs. Now, there's a point in time in the day where, and that's the moment that I think I enjoy the most, which is when, once those all of those calls are done and I have the opportunity to go outside my office and, and walk around the floor and you know, meet and greet the the research interviewers and talk to them and talk about their performance and talk about their their needs and basically talk to them about how can I serve them? How can I help them be better at what they do? It's what I enjoy the most. So that, that I would say in a nutshell, what the day in the call center is like.
1: Very cool. When we last spoke, you told me that one of your new initiatives is to bring a more bilingual culture to the call center. What are some initiatives that you already put forth and, and what's in the works for the future?
0: Yeah, it's, um, you know more than the bilingual culture i would say it's it's bilingual talent which you know they i think they they go hand in hand right but mm-hmm. since we call basically all of our the 50 states in the union plus puerto rico we obviously call some high density hispanic markets and that's the main reason why we've been uh, focusing on ways to attract that bilingual talent One of the initiatives we have started or leveraging, probably using our ERGs, the employee resource groups, and specifically the OLA One, which is a Hispanic organization of leaders in action, leveraging not only their support from a logistics and even sometimes a finance perspective, but also using all of their materials to go out and outreach the community so that we can, as I said, attract bilingual talent. So, have personally visited a couple of cultural hispanic societies in san antonio and basically bringing uh, a little bit of awareness of what we do in the community and how can we help that talent out there to get some job opportunities and at the same time how can how can that help us be successful when it comes to collecting that data throughout the different markets we call in the u.s so that has been, as I said, an area of focus for us in San Antonio in the last few months. We will definitely continue leveraging all of those ERG resources for the for the months to come and hopefully get some extra attention and talent from, from the community out there to to fill our open spot or job opportunities today.
1: That's fantastic and it sounds like you're moving the needle on something that's really important and really exciting. Yep, totally. So you alluded to this earlier, but throughout your career at Nielsen, um, Nielsen has given you and your family the opportunity to reside in different locations around the world. Uh, You mentioned Venezuela and Mexico and and the United States and Switzerland. How has that helped you grow personally and professionally?
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that I've enjoyed the most since I, well, it's one of the Many things that I've enjoyed the most since I joined the Nielsen family, I would say. But, but this is, you know, it's been three international assignments. That's it, it's been an interesting journey. I think it definitely widened our tolerance thresholds and has grown our um, our appetite for change. I, I alluded to that before too, right? Mm-hmm. Change is what, you know, from a work perspective, I think it's one of the things that, uh, at least for me, it keeps me entertained. I am not into the routine type of thing. I need to have something different to do every day to keep me going and keep me pumped type of, type of thing. So once we moved from Venezuela to Switzerland, that, I think, opened a complete new perspective of life. You know, from a, to me, from a professional perspective, it hasn't reached my network, my knowledge of the organization, my different Many things that Nielsen has out there. So as I also said, I, I worked 15 years in Venezuela working for, you know, the TAM business. And once I moved to Switzerland, I, I thought I knew everything back in Venezuela. I thought I knew everything about the TAM business after 15 years working on that. I could have not been more completely wrong when I had those, uh, those thoughts back then. When I moved to Switzerland, there was a whole new world Open to me in front of my eyes, from a professional perspective, and since then it has been like that. When I moved to Mexico, was the was the same thing, and now that I'm I'm in the US, it's it's basically the same thing. So that, from a you know professional perspective, from a from a personal perspective, I think for me and my family, especially my well, my wife and my son. It, it was just the three of us when we moved out of Venezuela, and then we had our daughter. Back in Mexico, and we also adopted a dog there. So now, for the for the five of us, from a personal perspective, it, it has also not only given us the opportunity to travel around the world, but broadening our cultural asset from you know different perspectives has also been one of the greatest things that have happened to us. I think you know from languages we we've learned two languages. We've had the opportunity to try. Astronomy from all over the world, and again, from a personal perspective, it definitely gives you this global view of things. Right now, yeah. now you've you've lived in different places, you've, you've you've seen, you've you've reached different cultures, different. It's been a diverse mindset and view since we moved out of Venezuela so that from a personal perspective as I said it enriches you.
1: Are there any other places that you're thinking about or dreaming about working and or residing in the future?
0: Nielsen is a it's a fantastic place where
1: to where to grow uh, from a professional and personal perspective but
0: when I see today things that are happening not only in, within Nielsen, but in the industry out there, you know, just a few days ago, we saw this rocket ship, the biggest rocket ship being launched yep. on to the space, and one of the goals there is to finally have people sent to Mars. So that's just around the corner. We're talking about a few years. Um, I wouldn't say that, not even decades, but years from that to happen basically. So, everything that has to do with technology, innovation, even in artificial intelligence, I think, are the things that I I am most curious about today. And I would love to not only learn, but also see what is it that I can contribute with to those areas, because that's where we're going as a world, right? And and from our business perspective, I think there's many different initiatives that John Tavolieri, our chief operations and technology officer, has outline for the years to come, 2020 specifically. That I, you know, that that sounds uh, like an uh, like a very interesting area for me. It, it's everything about innovation and technology. It's it's what I think it's one of my biggest er- areas of interest. From a geographical perspective, I I don't know. I've I've been here for just a year in the U.S. But three international assignments, as I said before. I think at some point in time family will start requesting some type of geographical stability so yeah. we'll see i don't know maybe that will play a big important uh, part of our decision if there is any other place we want to relocate on in the future but i'm definitely open to that it's it's change i like change.
1: what about visiting is there are there any places that you may want to take your family maybe just for a quick trip or vacation
0: I took them for the first time to the snow. We went to ski back in New Year's Eve, uh, 20s, 20, yeah, 2018 New Year's Eve, and they loved that. Now, coming from the Caribbean, it was kind of okay to spend a couple of days on, uh, you know, in the snow. Yeah. Uh, I think we lived the experience. Now, <laughs> definitely, we need to go back to our roots, and I think the place where I want to at least take them for, a, for an interesting vacation caribbean style will probably be because of the sea and the beach and the sand and uh, the sun and all that stuff will be either hawaii or fiji those are kind of the two uh, things we have in our list to do so we'll see we'll see how that goes
1: what advice would you give to someone who is interested in one of our opportunities with the call center or or just with nielsen in general and and by the way this is the last question that we have
0: every time we have a new class we, we recruit research interviewers almost on a, on a weekly basis. We have at least two classes out of 15 research interviewers that go through training and then certification before starting dialing and getting some of those surveys completed, as I mentioned before. They're in already, but I think this message applies to, you know, to them that have already joined the Nielsen team and for those out there listening to to this podcast, too. If you're looking for a place where to definitely learn and grow a career out of, there's no better place to do that Uh, but Nielsen. It's, to me, being here for 22 years and having all of these many different roles and having the opportunity to raise my hand and say, this is what I want to do next, this is where I want to go next, or, or this is what I'm interested at. It's one of the things that makes this job the most attractive job in the world so again for those of you out there listening to this podcast if you're looking for a place where to be challenged every day where you can be passionate when you can be yourself and make of this a second family just apply sign in this is this is the place where to be
1: awesome well thank you so much again jose i really appreciate your time
0: thank you lauren i i appreciate again the the opportunity to be here